Welcome to Machine Learning, How the World Works. I want to talk about one of the great mysteries in aviation, the flight of MH370. One of the things uh, that continues to impact me is how this flight cannot be resolved. It is still a mystery of what happened. Now, <clears throat> if we were to look at the pieces and try to piece them together, we might conclude that MH370 was <clears throat> crash land into the Indian Ocean, yet search crews for over a year looked for debris and couldn't find it. And the debris that was found has not been positively identified as belonging to flight MH370 by any unique identifier numbers. So it's still a mystery of what happened to that flight. Perhaps it's <coughs> in San Garcia and Afghanistan and they there there is survivors now the families of MH370 don't believe that the plane crashed into the ocean and you can see why because the Malaysian military did not seem to tell everything up front and secondly there was a British company who was monitoring, um, had access to the flight data through satellite. MH370 did continue to link up periodically over the course of six hours with a geostationary Indian Ocean satellite operated by London-based company Emirasat. Data from these seven electronic blips indicate, according to Emirasat and several independent experts who appear in the series, uh, this is the Netflix series, that MH370 turned southward once it reached the Adaman Sea and then flew on for several hours until it ran out of fuel and then crashed into the ocean. Now, one of the interesting pieces that was found by a hunter who was looking, he's been, it's kind of his quest <clears throat> to find hidden pieces of flight M360, 370, 34, 370, MH370, um, he claims that he has found part of the external shell or door on the landing gear, and it was damaged from the inside, suggesting that the landing gear was open. So that would have meant the pilot was still alive and everyone else wasn't, 
and when it impacted it was the impact was designed to bring water into the plane and destroy as much as possible so the question is is why can't ai figure out where the plane is in the indian ocean based on the immersat data and the amount of fuel that was in the plane and narrow that down based on a trajectory to a location where it should be in the Indian Ocean. Well, you know that there were experts in AI data science that were working on this. So therefore, they've calculated probable, probable locations where the plane would have run out of fuel. Now, considering the ocean drift and the fact that the ocean is a very big place, it would take a long time to search the bottom of the ocean for the airplane. Unless the satellite information was altered and it really went north. And that's been always the kind of some of the underlying idea that the satellite data could have been misdirecting the search where searchers were looking to the south when in reality it was to the, the north. So what about the large satellites that Australia, responsible for tracking of satellites of the US, did it pick up a signal? And why isn't this information available publicly, the Immersat data available publicly, so that researchers can analyze it and look for clues for either tampering or for possible locations where to search. So it seems like that that information is kept in the private domain. What about San Diego Garcia satellite tracking station? Now, since it was is one of 80 islands in the Chacos Archipelago area, that would mean it was part of the British Indian Ocean Territory, which is part of the United Kingdom. And that island is owned by the UK. And it's in the middle of the Indian Ocean. So if the plane was trying to get to that location. The question is, why were they trying to get to there? Was there something on the plane? And there's theories that there was this mysterious payload, which, strangely enough, was not inspected. And you would think after 9-11 that there would be no cargo of that size, which was several tons, that would not be inspected. 
And so then you go back to the question of corruption. Was the Malaysian government corrupt? Was the airport for this gigantic plane corrupt? That raises questions, and that's why the families are concerned. They think that there is more to this story than meets the eye. Now, what about this idea of the pilot going rogue? Well, it's strange. There's no evidence in his background that he would have any motivation to crash the plane, destroy his life, destroy his family, ruin the lives of over 250 people, 270 people. It makes no sense. Um, Blaine Gibson, he's in search for it. He's the man who can find anything. And he's finding he, he's finding areas uh, where he thinks that the plane parts would drift, like in Madagascar, and uh, he found he claims that he found part of the landing gear door just before it crashed. Now the other thing that's strange about this incident is this Boeing seven seven seven. It's black box battery was dead. Okay, that ought to tell you that there is not routine maintenance checks on planes. We're up there in the air, 35,000 feet. You know, if they can miss that kind of maintenance check, what other things could they miss? Why was the black box battery dead. That's like grabbing a fire extinguisher and realizing that the canister is empty. There seems to be either gross negligence or some sort of bizarre behavior here. It's not acceptable behavior. And he found what they call the Truon door. And it was in possession of a Madagascar uh, fisherman. But he claims that that's a part of flight MH370. And I'm not so certain that it is. He found something. But that led the group to believe that the pilot crashed the plane into the Indian Ocean. That's the current belief. You know, it's hard to defend things without facts. In fact, defending an idea without facts is called a conspiracy. And so what do we look at? We look at a lot of possible ideas, aliens, UFOs abducted the plane. Uh, it went into the black, uh, triangle and warped into another time or space. 
maybe we think that there were agents, Russian agents on the plane. But one of the things, and even there, they'd have to be Russian agents who had access to the, the central computer guiding the plane, and they would have had to have the knowledge of how to hack into the mainframe in the hatch door below the plane, access the computer, and then understand how to control major systems on the plane without having read any of the code. It just doesn't seem possible. It's just a huge leap. So they would have to have a system that could interface with that system, learn it, and then rewrite code, and then uh, inject that code into the mainframe and make it do what it wants. That is just an impossible feat. So either they were part of an engineering group that helped build the mainframe, or that didn't happen. One of the things behind the, the Russian agent idea is there still would have been wreckage. Well, you say, well, the Russians did shoot down another 777 in the Ukraine, and its wreckage was all discoverable from the land. And but yet we cannot find any of the wreckage for MH370. And what about the radar? What about images from satellite where we've got the satellites are taking millions of pictures and then you have groups of people who are looking through those images and some are seeing what they think are planes in the ocean. And yet they're not getting uh, support to go look in these locations. And their voice is kind of put to quietly. And maybe it's, this is it's the way the management of the searches are going. It's, it's by governments rather than people. And so when you have that, it gets really political where they're going to look and what the reasons are for looking in that, that area and the amount of cost and time that they've invested. And yet, on this case, there's all kinds of experts. There's experts uh, from the families who think that they, there's a psychological reason there are analysts who are looking at military reasons and tactical reasons at that time for what could have happened. Everyone's an expert on this. And because of that, there's a lot of beliefs that are being pushed. And there, people are very strong in their beliefs about what happened to MH370. But one thing that's clear is that the British company did have information. And at what point did they realize that that information could be used to determine where flight MH370 was? And 
was that information, what is the evidence that that information was not tampered with? Could they have known earlier about this crisis and it began to examine the data? Well, on the documentary, it shows that they had to bring in a specialist and then the specialist had to learn the code and then he had to figure out where the data was and then he had to learn how to interpret the data from the satellite and then he brought that information to light. So from that perspective, it makes it look like that they didn't know and that the data was just being accumulated by the satellite and it took special programming to extract that data. That's what the presentation looked like. And why is it that that in the day, 21st century, looking for the plane the size of a football field is so difficult to find on planet Earth? Don't we have, if we can find oil in rocks, if we can find minerals in rocks, why can't we find metal in the ocean? Well, the bottom line is this story is a tragedy uh, for the families and the passengers of MH370. The story still remains a mystery. And there's still a war that is going on in Russia, a civil war with Ukraine. And this event occurred close to the time when Russia invaded Crimea on the flight to Vietnam, was it a casualty of war? And who were the good guys and who are the bad guys? It's difficult to understand and know because it doesn't make sense. Because how does a plane disappear? It's like trying to figure out where Noah's Ark landed. I, mean, I read a book that said that at one time a person claimed to have seen Noah's Ark and then later returned to that same location and it was gone. So either his story was fabricated originally or some organization managed to remove all the evidence of the ark. To what extent would these things be hidden from people to maintain a secret? Or 
order to keep evidence from surfacing that could be damaging. 